Hey, it's Tracy Clifford here. We're so happy to recently announce our 2FM rising list for 2023. And this eagerly anticipated list, picked by 2FM DJs, consists of 10 acts tipped for success in the next 12 months and beyond. Alumni from 2FM Rising in recent years include world-class artists like, I'm going to take a deep breath now because there's a lot of them, Fontaine's DC, Denise Chyla, Dermot Kennedy, Jafaris, Lyra, Pillow Queens, Wild Youth, JC Stewart, The Murder Capital, For Those I Love, Monjola, Gemma Dunleavy and Plantain Pappy, to name but a few. So our 10 artists really are in great company. I recently spoke to them all, one by one, and here's a chance to hear part of those chats as they introduce themselves. And don't forget to listen to my show weekdays at 12 midday on 2FM to hear all the songs. Coming up, you'll hear... 49th and Main, Still Blue, Sweet Lemon Day, Ryan Mack, Ainer, April, Jen Payne, Negro Impacto, Winnie Amma. But first, congrats to Khaki Kid. FM with me, Tracy Clifford, and I'm delighted to tell you that I've got another rising act for 2023 to introduce to you. Listen, we have got him in the studio. It's Khaki Kid. Hello. Salam alaikum. Hello, hello. How hello. are you doing? Not too bad. See, this is awkward because we were just chatting beforehand and now we have to act like we were in chat right, right beforehand. <laughs> just act it. It's all good. It uh, is all good. It's lovely to see you, Tracy. Lovely to meet you. Happy this is the first New time Year. I've ever seen. Happy New Year to you, too. So, listen, let's talk about you, Khaki Kid, right? So, you are an artist on our rising list for 2023. You've got an EP that's called Elevator Music that we're going to talk about now. But you've got nice influences from Mac Miller tell us about that Mac Miller Mac Miller is just a legend he's just um, I don't know I remember listening to Mac Miller when I was very young and it was kind of like all the frat boy music he used to do and then like I stopped listening to him for a few years and then I revisited him when I was like 16 and he had evolved so much and it was like honestly very impressive and it's weird I feel like with rap music there is sometimes not much to talk about or there's like a load of teams that everyone talks about and he kind of went different he was like more self-critical and stuff like that and i found that like really interesting and how you can talk on teams that aren't usually the the more common ones in rap music if you get me yeah Yeah. what about you then how do you take that what inspiration do you take from mac miller when you were writing and put music together just his outlook on like on life, essentially, like everything he was kind of talking about was always like the bittersweet things and stuff like that, and it gave me like like inspiration to like look at things differently, and not just from my gut feelings, but looking at them or like just being more observant of things. Because he'll talk about the most detailed thing, and I'm on my phone so much that I don't even like remember half the things that happen in my day. Do you know what I mean? So like being more observant gives you more to talk about. Um, the EP is called Elevator Music, but it's not Elevator Music. So why did you call your EP Elevator Music? Elevator. I feel like Elevator Music is subjective, you know what I mean? It could be for some people, some people might like it, but um, Elevator Music, I don't know. I was watching a movie and I saw people in, a, in in the elevator and there was a load of different characters in it. There was like a skateboarder and like a some bankers and all this kind of stuff. And I looked at it and I wanted to make music that like, ah, oh, 
in the elevator there's loads of different types of people and I was like I'll be cool to like make music that like appeal to a lot of people oh I see that yeah, very yeah. good excellent I feel like that's a fake deep reason I think I just like the name to be honest yeah I think <laughs> well you did it very that, well that, that was a big spiel I can't lie that was <laughs> it awful. works yeah. Ben, 49th and Main. The name is 49th and Main. Nothing to do with Kilkenny, we hear as well. Like, no. what, what? what's the name all about? No, the name is uh, from Vancouver. So we were there in 2019 for a summer and we were both working. Well, Ben was hardly working. He was making tunes. I was out I'm making the working. bread. It's kind of stayed that way. I'm always out making bread. He's, he's at home <laughs> making tunes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was the summer in Vancouver and that was the, the avenue kind of street we lived on. Have it's, you been back to it since? No. No. We've got a couple of people who've sent photos that they've been over there. And yeah. actually, funny enough, just from the gigs past, some people showed up from Vancouver and they had no idea that it was named after that and they came up afterwards and because they, they were like we're from Vancouver and we're like oh no no way the name and they had no idea and they lost it they thought it was they thought we were lying to them love it because the street corner is very uh, what's a nice way of saying it it's not you know unsavory <laughs> no not necessarily Dodgy. unsavory it's just Boring. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't a thing there. It's literally just Nothing. a corner. I think so, there's a few shootings since. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> so you guys have made it famous then, yes? Yes. You guys yeah. have made it famous. Yeah, yeah. That's what we like to hear. I, I actually find it difficult how to describe your music. So can you guys put some words to it? Like, I think every song gives you something different. Yeah, I think every time... I thought it would get easier. Like, when I first got asked the question, like, what what genre do you like? Would you describe your music? tough to answer I feel like it hasn't gotten any easier it's almost gotten harder because of the way we're making music and stuff I think you kind of have to listen to it which is what I tell people which is yeah. a nice way of just you know getting a few extra listens you got you have to listen to it <laughs> everyone listen to this yeah don't don't li- don't take our word for it you have to go listen to it yeah, um, yeah we'd like to keep it simple um, we don't really want to get tied down to any specific genre but there is kind of like a backbone of like up tempo, dancey, having a good time. Like that's kind of a lot of what we get back from people in terms of like feedback and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you bring to the stage? What can people expect if they haven't seen 49th and Main? And we know that you sold out the Academy on the 23rd of December, just gone. Mm-hmm. And from looking at your socials, it went off. You were down at Other Voices this year, performing twice at the weekend, uh, down in Kerry in Dingle. Uh, you had a busy year because you were chatting to you at a lecture picnic. So more of the same for 2023 or what's the big goal? I think uh, more of the same, but I'd, I'd love to get a, like abroad a bit more. Definitely would like to see what kind of crowds we could get in like different countries like France, Spain, anywhere like that, really. I'd just like to get abroad. Yeah. An indie pop band based in Dublin. This is Still Blue. Welcome to 2FM, guys. How are you hello. doing? Hello. So introduce yourselves. Us. We've got Nicole. Yes, hello. How are you getting on? Great. What about you? Hello, I'm Greg. Nice Hi, Greg. <laughs> how are you? Hello. And last but not least... I'm Rory. Rory, how are you doing? Good. Welcome here to 2FM. We're delighted to have you on the 2FM Rising List for 2023. An indie pop band. So tell us about yourselves. Well, as you said, we're an indie pop band. <laughs> We're very new to this interview radio scene, so bear with us. We're a bit, we're a bit awkward to be honest. But um, yeah, we started writing together a few years ago, um, myself and Rory, and we literally played our first show like a year ago, and so it's kind of been a whole whirlwind of like 17, 18 shows, and we're kind of just still finding our feet in the Dublin. But it's it's been it's been surreal like the last year of how much support and everything we got for yeah. our songs. Maybe Baby's been 
a fan favourite from a lot of people. Yeah. So it says here on my, on my notes that you're based in Dublin, but I am not detecting <laughs> Dublin <laughs> accents no. at no. all, guys. No. No. Where is, where's the hometowns? What's going on? I'm a Donegal woman myself, so I am down southwest Donegal. <laughs> I'm, Ma- I'm Monon, so Mon- and Monon town, so yeah. We're, we're very kind of similar in accents, but a bit yeah. different. And then you've got. Yeah, I'm uh, Wicklow based, so. Okay. Yeah. So we've got like an all Ireland band here, which is is great. All the cultures uniting. Where did you meet then? Well, I met Rory. We lived together uh, 2019, I think. I just moved in with a load of people I knew from college and he was living there. So then that's how we met. And then the boys met in college. Yeah, we went to college together. So because me and Nicole started and we're like, oh, we need a drummer. And I was like, I know a drummer. (laughs) And Greg just, Greg was the right action. (laughs) And uh, what were you studying in college? Music production. Music production. Was that the same for you, Nicole, as well? I did music, just vocals over in BIM. So, yeah, but mainly the same. Another person that's on the list. We play her song already here on 2FM. It's Sweet Lemon Day. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome to 2FM <laughs> and congratulations for getting on the rising list for 2023. We play your song a lot here on 2FM for the past couple of months. So it's only fitting that you're on the list. Uh, the song that we play is never going to be the same. Have you heard it yourself on 2FM? I have. Yeah, I've heard it a couple of times and my mom has heard it and she told me that she heard it and I was so excited. <laughs> is it good when you're your mom or your family Oh here? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my mom is always like oh you're doing music and I'm like yeah <laughs> so for her to hear on the radio is like yeah I'm actually doing music <laughs> you're not the first rising act that has said to me that their parents are a bit like what you're doing music yeah. so getting on a rising list mm-hmm. must mean that you are you know making waves yeah so are they proud um, I can't say she's proud yet, but maybe because she doesn't know. So I Does haven't told her, no, I haven't told anyone. So she's just going to like hear me and yeah. Hi, ma'am. What's your name? Hi, ma'am. Millie. Hi, Millie. <laughs> Guess what? Sweet Lemon Day is on the radio. She's making waves. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Love yeah. to see that. Uh, so tell us about you. Um, your, your stage name, your name is Sweet Lemon Day. Yeah. Um, where's the name come from? Um, so I don't have like a cool story for it. I always say this, it's annoying. But um, I just like, it was an Instagram name. And I wanted it to be Sweet Lemonade instead of Day. But then Aid was taken. So I like swapped the last three letters around just to make it work. And it did. So then I just used that forever. Like, it works, though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it works. Although I have to say, when I first did see it, I was like, well, is that? No, it's Lemon Day work. Yeah, it, it's yeah. Because some name. people like read it real quick and they're like, oh, it's Sweet Lemonade. Yeah, but like yeah, yeah. It, it takes we're, a while. To we're saying we're here now. It is sweet lemon, lemon day. day. That's it. <laughs> and how long have you been doing music? Uh, since I was like fifteen. Yeah, but like I started singing before that actually, and then I realized that I wasn't too good at singing. And then once I started rapping, I kind of was more comfortable doing rap, and I loved it more because it's like challenging. Like you have to like think of lyrics and metaphors and like ideas and so I enjoyed it a lot more than singing and yeah so I'm I always interested to, to hear where people start singing mm. and start rapping and doing things like that like mm. is it in school is it with your family and friends like your people uh, on the road like who was it it was I think at home because my brother he had like a group and like they'd always be in his room like making music making beats and I was always like at the door trying to like listen in because <laughs> I wasn't allowed inside <laughs> Ryan Mack. Ryan, hello. Hi, Tracy. How are you? You're on the list. Congratulations. I'm on the list. Yeah, thanks very much for having me on the list. Because I watch you on TikTok all <laughs> the time. And you, you you are one of those really interesting songwriters to watch on TikTok. So I'm delighted that you're on the list, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Thanks. I'm delighted that uh, that I got on the list as well. But uh, yeah, there, there, 
TikTok, you know, it's a different world altogether. Uh, you might have some followers on there, but I'm very new to the radio scene and uh, kind of getting in with 2FM and being on the rising list for 2023 is a huge dream of mine and uh, I'm just delighted to be here. Yeah. Another strand, isn't it? Another, yeah. And a brand new audience to showcase your music to. But you've, like for me, working in radio, you've been around a while, like boy yeah. bands, yeah. working with Robert Grace, mm-hmm. uh, doing some stuff with Wild Youth. Like you've mm-hmm. been around. Tell us about yourself. Yeah, like I, I I mean, I've been doing music since, I think I picked up the guitar when I was 12. Gave up for a short period of time, six months maybe, because I found it too difficult. Couldn't sing and play at the same time, you know. And then I picked it back up. So from from probably like 12, 13, I've been playing. I went to college to study music, songwriting uh, in BIM Dublin. And then I left because I got into a boy band uh, called Hometown. And did that, was successful enough. You know, success is relative these days. and then, yeah, and then in 2017, I started releasing my own music. And from there, it's just kind of been a mad, like, I hate the term. It's been a roller coaster of uh, emotions and kind of, but, but it, it really is. It really is. It's up and down and it's, it's you know, things you thought you wanted, like record deals, you know, all this, that and the other. You find out maybe you can make money doing it independently. And it's kind of, you know, the, the world is completely different nowadays than it was even uh, when I was in college studying music, you know. Yeah. Uh, you're very honest in the lyrics of your songs. Yeah. Did you learn that in BIM or was that through just using it as therapy? I actually only really learned it during uh, the first lockdown. Uh, that's when I really got into TikTok and when I started to kind of, uh, I was bored <laughs> essentially. Um, all great businesses started during the pandemic, I think. Uh, so I started doing TikToks every day and I was just kind of singing uh, covers. Yeah. And it wasn't, I don't know, something wasn't clicking. I got like, I think 6,000 or no 4,000 followers in six months uh, which is you know organic growth it's good but um, it wasn't kind of where I seen other people like Robert Grace Robert Grace had blown up you know and me and Robert very very close with each other and we write a lot of songs together I was kind of like what's not working here you know and then uh, my girlfriend uh, I had no job at the time except for music which wasn't actually a job for me at the time and uh, she was like you need to you know either get a job or we need to figure out how to earn money at this so I wrote a song called Broke and that was like the first kind of I'd been writing songs for years before that but it was like lovey-dovey songs what I thought people wanted to hear what I thought could get me onto a radio or TV or something you know and then uh, I sat down and I just wrote this song about having no money and being completely kind of like fed up with it and lost and kind of frustrated at music that it hadn't really made me money and subsequently that became the one that uh, turned everything around on TikTok and I think within a month from that original video of Broke I had 250,000 followers. Ainer. Ainer. Is that an Irish word? Yeah, so Emma Ainer is on my own and then Ainer is basically like, it kind of means like loner a bit but also... Um, it's just to do something by yourself. Yeah. And so uh, all my music is like solo. Like I just do record everything myself. So it just seemed like it was like an apt sort of word to use. You are a singular artist yes. on your own. Mm-hmm. Multi-instrumentalist or what do you use? Tell us. <laughs> my whole process in the studio is basically I record and do everything myself and produce. I go away into isolation and just like mack away for like a whole month and just like make up all my music in um it was like a process that kind of started out of necessity by wanting to like make a very particular kind of music that no one else was into, <laughs> like 80s pop. And um, I just got really into producing and stuff and it kind of snowballed into just creating this whole world for myself. And uh, yeah, so now that's what I do and that's my whole process. Yeah. 
Tell us where you're from and what age you were when you first dabbled into music. From Donegal. Right. Letterkenny. Big up Donegal. Um, And I started making music, I suppose when I was like 11 or 12. Um, It all kind of started from just like my brothers played a lot of music and they kind of showed me the guitar. And I think my first song I ever learned was Because I Got High by Afro Man. (laughs) Fun fact. Which is a very strange one to learn, but it was the first one. And then, uh, yeah, no, I just honestly... The moment that I picked up an instrument, I just loved it. Um, and it's kind of been that way ever since. I just get a real buzz off just creating stuff, especially writing. It's like my favorite thing, just kind of creating something new that like didn't exist in the world before and then have someone else be like interested in it or just like feel something from it is like, I think one of the greatest things you can do. So I've been very fortunate to be kind of doing that for the past like 10, 15 years now and making that a big part of my life has been so nice. The 80s synth pop vibes that is just the thread through all your music. Yeah. Um, you're not a child of the 80s though. So where, no. did it, where did it come from? I got mad into like disco music when I was younger. One of the things about that disco music and like 80s music is it's kind of like this escapist world that doesn't really exist. And like punk rock and indie music, I think is more like tangible or something. You know, it's kind of about the real world. Whereas 80s music creates this other place to live in, this escapist sort of thing. Mm. And just like the fanfare of it all, the showbiz of it all, the like dance routines, the colors, the like big outfits, the big hair. And you know, sitting in sitting in Lair Kenny looking outside and wearing trackies at the rain. is like, <laughs> this is what I want. I want everything, the big show. I want the lights. April, hello. Hello, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you indeed. Congratulations, you are on our list for the Rising Acts here on 2FM for 2023. And this is a great (laughs) opportunity for the 2FM listeners to get to know you, April. So tell us who you are, where you come from. Tell us about yourself. Well, I'm April. I'm from Kildare in Ireland. Uh, I live there all my life. And then I moved to London two years ago. I've been living here ever since, making music do my thing and yeah I make kind of a mix of different genres in my music uh, my last project was very electronic pop indie but yeah I've made different things in the past and I'll make different things in the future it all started out with writing songs about celebrity crushes April I believe tell us about that <laughs> and who who what celebrity crushes did you used to write these love songs about oh my god um I used to write love songs for Jedward <laughs> <laughs> Which one? John or Edward? <laughs> I had a thing for John, I have to say. Yeah. So Jedward, who else? <laughs> Justin Bieber, One Direction, the classics. But, you know, I have to start with Jedward because that one's a little bit left field. It's a bit crazy. Will we ever get to hear these fantastic songs when we see on a rising stage sometime in 2023, April? <laughs> I think they are long lost, but you know, I could write a new one. I could make, I could make up a new one. Well, I can just imagine being a teenager and you're writing love songs about, you know, somebody that you see on television. Uh, but you have progressed, like the stuff that you do write about, like it is quite personal. Tell us about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I've only been able to write about, you know, my own kind of experiences with relationships. That's kind of what I write about strictly, to be honest. And when I was... 19 starting out writing songs that was kind of my only way to express my feelings and ever since then I've just been doing the same thing and I do get writer's block sometimes you know if I'm not like in love or anything but yeah tell us about 54321 that tune 54321 is a little bit different because I wrote that kind of about when I moved away and I was realizing I wasn't actually in love and I was enjoying a new city and finding myself 
not to be cringe, but all that good stuff. And Trying what out a- new genres. And what about that feeling? We've played that a couple of times here on 2FM. Actually, more than a couple of times. It was actually on our playlist for a lot of 2022. Tell us about that song. That feeling is about the same kind of thing, actually, because I was writing about that same feeling for the first few months that I moved to London. Just about, like, looking for excitement in a new city and also kind of looking for love and (laughs) all that kind of stuff. And what about your plans then for 2023? And the reason why I'm asking is because, like, you've been, like, around a while. Like, you've been on my radar, I'd say, for the past two and a half, three years, um, Mm -hmm. like, pre-pandemic. So is it a surprise to you that you're on the rising list for this year or is it a welcome um, accolade? Well, I love it because recently I've kind of noticed that for artists like myself, it can be a very long kind of path and, like, a growth and it can take years. I thought that before lockdown in like 2019 when things really started for me I was like oh I'm gonna be a big star I'm gonna be famous in a year but that's not how it happens and you know I've been just working away for the last three years and this is really exciting for me introducing Jen Payne Jen hello How are you? Good, excited to be here. Well, we're delighted to have you on the list. You are a producer, a DJ, and you've had a hit with Ponder Replay that has stormed up the Beatport charts and we played here on 2FM, especially on my dance sections of my show. So I'm delighted that you're on the rising list for 2023. Tell us all about yourself. Where are you from? I'm from Nace Kildare. Um, I am a DJ producer and a little bit of a radio presenter, kind of a wannabe. How long have you been (laughs) DJing and producing? DJing, so take away two years, obviously, with the pandemic, I'd say maybe a total of four to five years DJing. Then producing, I went to college in Dunleary, studied music production for three to four years. Never really like produced any tracks, just like demos and stuff for college. Then when the pandemic hit and DJing went out the window, I was like, okay, let's put my kind of skills to use. So it was that two years that I really kind of I suppose, put my head down for producing and then kind of towards the end of the pandemic, one of my tracks got picked up by Glasgow Underground. And so ever since that, it's nearly every day now on Ableton, flat out. Uh, Ponder Replay is a song that introduced me to you and then it, it just did so well. I saw it on Capital Dance in the UK on their charts there. I saw it topping the charts on Beatport. Um, and then there's other singles that we've played of yours as well. So you've been using samples of very well-known songs. Is that a formula that you're going forward with in 2023? Um, so I know I had my latest of Toka's Miracle, which I always loved. And I just wanted to, when I was playing it out, I always kind of wanted it to be a bit heavier. So I spoke to Glasgow Underground about it and they were like, you can do that if you want. Just recreate the track. We have some vocalists. Um, so we got Leah Wood to sing on that track as well, which she did a phenomenal job. And then I made it a bit heavier in how I wanted it to sound when I played it out as well. Freed from Desire, I heard um, it's an Australian producer. Camps had like a snippet of kind of an edit he did on SoundCloud. I always used to play that out, sent it to the guys in Glasgow. They got in touch with Camps and they were like, let's all work together and release this on Spotify and have your track there. But yeah, the beat poor thing was really cool. The guys actually told me in the label that I was the first female producer in like 10 years to reach the top 10 on the Tech House charts. So that was kind of cool. 
This is 2FM, I'm Tracy Clifford and I'm delighted to tell you about another act that we have on our 2FM rising list for 2023. From Dundalk, comprising a vocalist and songwriter Chi Chi and producer, multi-instrumentalist Lawrence, aka Strangelove, this is Negro Impacto. Guys, hello. Hi. Hello. Lawrence, whereabouts are you at the moment? I'm in Dundalk my hometown at the moment. And Chi Chi, what about yourself? I am in Dundalk, my hometown at the moment. (laughs) And I love this about you guys as well. Your hometown is Dundalk. You are a duo comprising a vocalist and songwriter, but you met at a Dublin skate park. So Lawrence, do you want to tell me how that happens? Uh, Yeah, like um, with the skate park in question, Cork Street was just somewhere where a lot of people would go to skate. And I... So happened to see Chi Chi, but I recognized her uh, because our parents would have been friends uh, before we even kind of were aware of each other on that level. So, like, I think I was learning how to drop in for any skaters that know what that is. And uh, Chi Chi and her friend Esther were trying to motivate me to drop in. And then I was like, oh, I, I know you from somewhere. And we sort of found out, oh, we actually know each other. So from skating to music, meeting each other and finding out that, you know, your parents know each other. How did the the um, progression from skating in Cork Street in Dublin move to music in Dundalk? Tell us about that, Chi please. Um, so I guess lockdown was the true motivation. Um, we just kind of started... Um, because we live really close, we used to live really close to each other in Dundalk. Um, so we started skating whenever the second lockdown was lifted. Um, and then he sent me beats that he would make. Um, and then he realized that I also sing. Um, and he sent me lockdown syndrome beats. And was like, oh, you should try sing on this. And I was like, okay. And yeah. That's the rest of history. Um, that was Lockdown Syndrome and we recorded that and then we recorded a bunch of different songs um, which were all released in our EP. Um, and we just didn't have any intention of it going anyway. It was just something to do during lockdown. And well, it ended up hence, doing well. Hence yeah. Lockdown Syndrome was born. Such an apt uh, name for a song that was written during, obviously, the pandemic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um Lawrence, describe the style. It's a few things. I, I think like it's easy to say it's like R&B and soul, but it, it is a lot more than that too. Like there's like hints of like hip hop, hints of rock, uh, which are a lot more, I guess, prevalent in our life stuff. So, but yeah, it's like just a mix of everything that we're into, which can be ranged from soul to hip hop to R&B, surfer rock to gospel music, you name it, it's there. And the next artist I want to tell you about is Winnie Amma. Winnie, hello, how are you? Hi, Tracy, I'm great, thanks, how are you? I am really, really good and I'm really excited to get you on this list for 2023, Winnie. Tell everybody about the sort of music that you do. So it is electronic, soulful pop music. Usually it's like uh, story-based stuff, um, upbeat, downbeat, everything in between. And I like a lot of 80s influences as well. Um, and that we can really hear that in your music. It is electronic bass, but it also got some nice pop rhythms in there too. First and foremost, I love your accent. I love a Northern Irish accent. Where are you based? 
Yeah. So I'm from Belfast. I was born and raised there. Um, I live in London and I go back and forth between Belfast and London um, pretty much constantly. People always ask me where I live and I would say technically London, <laughs> but I'm in Belfast sometimes way more. So you can live in London, but Belfast is your home. Is that how you'll probably describe yeah. it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And tell me, how long are you writing music or was poetry a thing that you started off with first, Winnie? So I started off writing poetry and little stories when I was younger. And then um, for proper songwriting, five years, I started singing and writing about five years ago. Um, but before that, I was writing the, like little short poems, short stories. And I started adding melodies and making them into little songs, usually about my friends or, or boyfriends and things like that. And were you good at English in school? Was this something that you excelled at? Yeah, I was good at English and then I went to uni and studied politics, philosophy and economics. So they're all like writing based um, essay subjects. I just like stories and words and things that make you feel something. I love that kind of thing. So what is politics and economics and English brought to your music, Winnie? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Do you know, actually, some of my songs, they're quite um, emotional. And I like to write a lot of songs with commentaries on society. My very first song, Waterway, is a commentary on society. It's quite deep. <laughs> so I guess that's what it put, puts into it. I'm, I just kind of yeah. wait now for the sort of socioeconomic analysis in the next song that you're going to write as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's our 2FM rising list for 2023 and what a list it is. And don't forget to listen to my show weekdays at 12 midday on 2FM to hear all of the songs and more. Thanks for listening.